The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce is a business advocacy organization serving southeastern Berks, western Montgomery, and northern Chester counties, as well as the Route 422 corridor. Our office has been located in Pottstown for our entire 90-plus years in business since 1927. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chamber Chat with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Remember the last time you called your bank and heard... Press 1 to wait for the next available representative. Press 2 to leave a voicemail. Now, listen to the difference at the Victory Bank. Hello, Victory Bank. Jennifer speaking. Real people. No voicemail. Everyone deserves a victory. The Victory Bank. We exist to help our clients fulfill their visions and dreams. Member FDIC. Did you ever wish you had friends for business benefits? Well, you do now with the Ben Exchange. Stop by their website today at benexchange.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome into this episode of the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat Podcast. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank. Thank you for joining me for this episode. We also would like to thank the Ben Exchange, a sponsor of this podcast. Ben Exchange, your friends for business benefits. My guest today from... The landing at Collegeville. Do I have that right? That's correct. Okay, I want to make sure I get it. <laughs> make sure I get it right because I have a tendency to completely go off script sometimes. Uh, her name is Monica Paulino. Monica, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And this is the this is your first podcast. It is. We got a newbie. Woo! <laughs> nice. Another chamber chat first. I love it. But th- again, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me. So we've never met before. No, nope. we are it's, new to the chamber. You're new to the chamber. Well, thank you yes. for your membership. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate that. We hope to see you out at some of the networking events. And I think um, myself and some other fellow members are happy to make introductions mm-hmm. to you. If there's somebody in the community that you want to know, we're happy to make those connections. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so so tell me a little about the about the landings at Collegeville. Sure. Please. We are a senior living community, uh, licensed as a personal care home. So we're the the group of services for people who don't need a nursing home. They don't need 24-hour RN care, but they also don't thrive at home. So we get residents who need a little bit of supervision with their care. They need someone to go in in the morning and say, good morning, it's time to get going. We have this activity going and we have that activity going. So we have nurses on site and we have care on site, but not all of our residents need it. We can assist with medication assistance, medical transportation, activity programming. Really it's for the people who are at home and not eating because they don't feel like cooking for themselves Mm. or the family checks in on them several times a week but they work they have kids and they just need a little extra support to have a meaningful life sure so this senior living space Mm -hmm. has been a space that's just exploded yeah right so it's as as i understand it i think pennsylvania and Mm -hmm. florida are the top two the top two states Mm -hmm. right for the senior population for the baby boomers so so tell me what Tell me what makes your place different mm-hmm. than some of the other places. I mean, there's we, look, we just yeah. look to our left, look to our right. We have a lot of choices there. Yes. Um, but definitely, what makes your place a little bit different, please? I've been in all levels of senior living care. I've worked in CCRCs, which are continuing care retirement. I've worked in nursing homes. I've worked in home care. I've worked in personal care homes. The thing that makes us special 
is the people in it. And I know everyone says that, but we really do have a different feel when you walk in the community. When you come in, the first thing you're going to see is a couple of residents who are going to get up and greet you. They want people to come in. They want people to learn about why they are doing better at the landing. Programmatically, I think the biggest thing for us is we have all day dining, which you would think is not that big of a deal, but to be able to say, I'm sleeping till 10 today, and then I'm going to go down to breakfast and order whatever you want. So it's almost like being on a cruise ship, but different. Yeah, that's an analogy <laughs> that's used a lot for senior living. I think it, it misses the boat. Ha ha. Because nice, I like that. Yeah, there you go. But you are a podcast. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? We are full of dad jokes at the landing. Okay. All right. The, at the cruise ship, you have all the amenities, but you don't have the relationship. Yeah. And the landing really is about the relationship. We have two people that live with us who were who knew each other as children, grew apart, got married, moved into the landing, and refound themselves. Each other. They're a couple. That's you know, cool. We have a nurse who moved in and lives in one of our neighborhoods. And then as someone came for a tour and was walking by, she said, I know her. And they were both nurses at one of the uh, neighborhood nursing homes who happened to be the same place that one of our staff members worked. So they know each other. Mm. So they come in and they have friends already. And if they don't have friends already, Miss Loretta is going to come up and say, hi, I'm Loretta. And let me show you around yeah. because that's what they want to create that, that family. I love it. Yeah. I it love it, it really, it's a great feel. So mm-hmm. what is your role at the landing? I'm the general manager. So I'm the oh. one who gets okay. to deal with, um, anything with the state. I help with people moving in. Um, I help staff members who have problems. I have, I deal with all the stuff. Yeah, you have it all. Yeah. You have it all. <laughs> so do you live in the area? Are you from around here? No, or? I'm from Coatesville. I'm from Coatesville. I'm okay. from Coatesville, yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coatesville all your life or? No, I'm a Jersey girl. Okay. So we, I'm, we won't I'm, hold that against you. Well, no, I'm, teasing. I'm, I'm teasing. I have upped the bar on the tomato consumption in the, at the landing and the corn and the peaches and the blueberries. Okay. We have standards. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, so what brought you to Douglasville? Or I'm sorry, not Douglasville, Coatesville. So when I was, my role at another community was ending, I'd opened the memory support neighborhood for them. And I was looking around for what to do next. I always thought, oh, I'm going to be a regional person. I'm going to travel the world. And yeah, no, I don't think I want to do that <laughs> anymore. So I was looking for something close. The landing was a newer community. I liked the area. I wanted to get out of Chester County and try something a little bit new, mm-hmm. give myself a little bit of a challenge, because I have been doing this for a few years. Sure, so, sure. How many years altogether? Oh, gosh. I started as an activity assistant in a skilled nursing home back in the 90s. I ran bingo three times a week while I was a student for my music therapy uh, degree. Mm. And I decided I don't want to run bingo anymore. Mm. So I went and got my director role, and then I became an administrator, and I've just kind of kept going from there. Okay. So you said three key words Mm -hmm. earlier that I think resonate with anybody, Mm -hmm. and that's I love it. Yeah. Right? So there's the passion. So if if I... Look, if I'm in your place, mm-hmm. I want to know that you love what you do, and yeah. it's not just a job for you. Yeah. I want to know that I'm being taken care of. So mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's great. I feel like people who understand that mm-hmm. are passionate about it right. and can really deliver phenomenal connections and phenomenal service to people as well. I think the thing I like most about working in a community versus like a regional world where you're going around to different communities is I'm not only working with the residents and the family, but I'm working with the staff. And I personally have a a real passion for helping people find their way and connecting them with seniors who have found their way. 
you know, within the last month or two, we've uh, promoted three staff members from entry-level positions into more advanced positions. That's this great. morning, I had a meeting with two of my staff members who are relatively new to their roles about how to determine whether an activity program that you're doing is a quality program and the difference between a qualitative and a quantitative research um, data collection on a program. And that's a level you don't normally see in senior living. Usually, we just get people up, get them to breakfast, get them to the activity. We look at it at another level. And I think if you invest in the staff and the education and the support, that trickles throughout the whole community. So can you give me an example of some of the programming that you guys do? I know, again, if, if I'm a resident there and, yep. and I, when I'm looking to do something, what kind, of, what kind of programs do you have? Sure. So the programs go through a wide variety of wellness scales so you're looking at social you're looking at cognitive Im improvement um, we have a program called prime fit which is an uh, exercise based program you have um, spiritual a and there's standard things that you'll find in any senior living community I think at the landing we look to take it a little bit deeper so our programs vary a lot depending on the residents who are there the residents came up to me last week and said there are too many ladies here the men want to get out and we want to play pool so tomorrow we're going to a pool hall to play pool oh, cool um, we're going to a winery next week for the ladies because they all have this Chardonnay thing going on in the afternoon so we're gonna go over to Stone and Key and see how they're making their wine it's just another level our prime fit program we have daily exercise we have chair yoga but we also took the residents over to flower and garden yoga to do aerial yoga so I have pictures of them hanging from the hammocks from the ceiling oh my gosh um, we're working and Fox Rehab one of our partners helped us with that program and next we're looking at the paddleboard yoga over in not too far from here can't remember the name of the town um it's like French Creek or something like yeah, that maybe yeah. where we get them on the paddle boards and then they okay probably meditate yeah <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do too many downward dogs with the ladies but, yeah no yeah. All good though well that's cool yeah. that seems something like new and different I was mm -hmm. going to say there's a lot of different programming yeah. too mm -hmm. there which you know you don't see at most um senior living yeah. places right mm -hmm. is it is we designated as a senior living place or do you like to call it something else we call it senior living um okay. it's licensed as a personal care home but that emphasis is on care Mm -hmm. Every uh, one of our residents has their own apartment. Um, in personal care, the residents have kitchenettes with granite countertops and full refrigerators where you can fit a two-gallon of ice cream or a, a half-gallon of ice cream and a two-liter of soda, which is super important for the gentleman. Sure. Um, and then in, per in our memory care support, which is a secured neighborhood, they also have their own apartment, wheel-in showers with heat lamps. Uh, mm. You know, So they're really nice places mm -hmm. okay. um, that they have their own. And then the common areas, we have a, a library area we're developing because the residents said they wanted to read. Okay, okay, let's do that. So what is your employee to resident ratio? Varies depending on how many, what kind of care is needed. It's higher than the state average. I can say we have currently 59 residents and 64 staff members. Okay. Combination of full-time and part-time. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. So let's put work aside for a second. Sure. Um, let's talk about you, a little bit mm -hmm. more about you, and maybe some of your hobbies or what you like to do when you don't work. I have, so one of the things I like about this company in particular, Leisure Care is our management company. They believe in a three-thirds lifestyle. 
work is as important as your personal life, which is as important as giving back to the community. So I actually have a personal life now (laughs) that I'm working at the landing of Collegeville. When my daughter went to college a few years ago, I said I'm going to say yes to every opportunity that comes my way. So my personal hobby is trying new things. Um, cool. I have a motorcycle. I've tried several different types of yoga. I you, you actually rode in here today, right? Yes. Right. Where's your helmet? You have and a, my helmet, helmet is in the corner. Over and the corner I apologize, Facebook Live didn't realize it was going to be live. Well, let's bring <laughs> the helmet. Let's bring the helmet out for Facebook Live, <laughs> shall we? Yeah. So I went out and I introduced myself to to Monica there, and she had the helmet. I'm like, "Did you ride here today?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little hot, but yeah, all good." And we have family members who who like to ride as well you put it on the table yeah it's all good yeah. i think on our um facebook page we actually have a picture of one of our residents on a motorcycle with her son okay so oh cool yeah all right so you ride you said mm-hmm. you like to do yoga mm-hmm. any else? kind of exercise i've been trying last year i did a spartan race which was crazy oh wow um yeah ridiculous i had That's no legit. right doing that <laughs> yeah but i think you work with older adults and you realize the the ones who are most content towards the end of their life are the ones who took advantage of every opportunity that came their way. Yeah. They they spent a lot of time with their family. They spent a lot of time with their friends. They had hobbies. And I think the saddest thing I find is when a, you ask a new resident, what do you like to do? And they can't tell you. They don't have any hobbies. You know, Part of this is the generation where work and family and play wasn't part of their life. I think we're starting to see residents who recognize the value of play. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do try to push that with residents and families, and I have to be the role model. So yeah. So I, I would imagine when they first come in, or even prior, you you're kind of like surveying them, or mm-hmm. at least having that conversation, and ask them what they like to do. So for somebody who you just mentioned, they're like, "Well, I don't, I don't know what I like to do." Mm-hmm. You have that conversation with them, right? And you kind yeah. of tap into. So to your point earlier, is it something physical they want to do? Is it something social? Is it something cognitive? Right. right? You have right. that conversation with them. We do a full assessment to find out where what their lifestyle was before whatever changes came along, what their lifestyle has been since whatever changes came along. Personal care is sort of the level of services that somebody has to start going into. You know, they move to a 55 and over community because they want a lifestyle change. By the time they have personal care needs, they they need a nurse occasionally, or they need um, somebody to come in and, and make sure that they eat or they won't, or they won't take their meds. So something has happened, whether it's a spouse has passed or they've had to give up driving, they don't take their medication well, and then they had a, a medical incident. So something has happened. Mm-hmm. What were they like before? What were their goals and dreams? What were they like now? And what do they still want to accomplish? You know, we do have bucket list conversations frequently. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? Well, that's cool. Yeah. So do you partner with other, people's in the, other people in the community who can help mm-hmm. fulfill that list a little bit, right? You have all yeah. kinds of special requests. Yeah, we work really closely with both Fox Rehab and Bayada. Kindred Hospice is um, one of our partners, and they help us in the community. And when we went to aerial yoga, I made sure we had the therapists from Fox with us because I was afraid of dumping on the residents on their head. We do partner with communities, uh, businesses. So we're going to uh, round one on um, tomorrow, and they're going to make some special arrangements for us and the winery on Wednesday. And oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, I've been to that winery. Uh, they're excellent. Yeah, yeah, they're excellent. So, <laughs> yeah. what else would you like to tell me about the landing before we finish up here? Uh, 
I think that we are a well-kept secret. There are, like you mentioned, there are so many senior living options. And one of the things that I'm really proud of is I'm not so much worried about people moving into my community as much as I am finding, helping you find the one that's right for you. Because I have a lot of experience in the different levels of care, I can sit down and talk with you about what's going on, what are your goals, what are your needs, and then get you in the right direction. We never do the hard sell. It doesn't work out for us, so there's no point in doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have short-term stays because sometimes it's a process. Um, so we do transitional stays where someone will go into the hospital for a few days. They don't need rehab or they don't qualify for Medicare-covered rehab, so they can come to us for a few weeks and get Part B rehab and then take the time to make the decision that's right for them. So many times I talk to somebody who is in a nursing home because they didn't know any better. So they're paying multiple thousand dollars a month and they don't need it. So come talk with us. We are happy to have the conversation without pushing you to move into our community. Yeah. So how can folks reach you? We're certainly going to put your contact information in the notes, but for somebody who wants to know, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, Our website is great. Thelandingofcollegeville.com. You can also call 484-854-1600. My email is mpaulino, P-A-U-L-I-N-O, at leisurecare.com. Great. Thank you for being on the thank podcast today. Me. This was great. And thank you again for your membership. Sure. We're excited to see you out thank at you. the other events and all our best for continued success over great. there. Thanks so. so much. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of the Chamber Chat Podcast. Again, I'm Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank. Special thanks to Ben Exchange, your friends for business benefits. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now. Thank you again for downloading this episode. If you would like to stay in touch with your Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website. That's tricountyareachamber.com. You can also follow us on social media, on LinkedIn. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. You can also pick up the phone and call us at 610-326-2900. A live person will pick up the phone. Once again, on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, please consider subscribing to this podcast. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. So again, subscribe to this podcast and also turn on notifications where you'll be notified of new episodes. The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, serving the greater Pottstown area, since 1927.